welcome welcome back everybody is episode four of four guys and still no clue kenji's not with us this week he's getting some hawaiian honeys out there in hawaii um, but we got a lot to talk about second half has begun brady joe and me let's get into it I realized that was not correct grammar there to start. It was Brady, Joe, and I. Um, if my mom's watching this, she's going to tag me on that. But um, we're back. Another week, another episode, um, another great week of Major League Baseball, even though there were four days with no games, really, like no impactful games. Um, first and foremost, Kenji is not with us this week. Uh, he's out in Hawaii um, hanging out with his dad. So um, everybody send your condolences to him. I'm just kidding. I wish we were in Hawaii recording with him. Um, but Joe and Brady are here with me today. First and foremost, Brady, uh, how you doing, brother? Uh, you know, we're doing all right. It's good to be back for another episode here this week. Had a fun, fun time watching the All-Star break. And Certainly. And seeing all the fun stuff going on, and that's about it. Absolutely. Joe, our resident uh, frog lover, how you doing, brother? <laughs> still lost to all their loving frogs. I also, I hey, guys, for not the listeners, but for the viewers, I got my hat. I'm a Texas Ranger hat. It's my only decoration in the background now. So awesome. you can be talking any crap on me for not having anything in the background. That's all I'm going to say. Finally, he has yeah. something in the background. I know Kenji doesn't have his full shelf here to, to flex on everybody. Um, but I'm proud of you, Joe, for filling the space a little bit. It looks good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm still putting off that, you know, Dane Dunning jersey. And so okay, yeah. maybe someday. Yeah, well, that'll be maybe someday we'll we'll replaced with that. Yeah, we'll probably all be married and off at that point. We'll probably have children. And then you'll be like, guys, guess what? The Dane Dunning jersey came. Uh, debatable. <laughs> debatable. Okay. All right. Well, so then I guess we can we can hop into it pretty quickly here. So the All-Star game was this last week, the Home Run Derby, um, as well as the All-Star game. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won the Home Run Derby. Uh, Brady's been waiting. Yep. For those that are just listening to the podcast form, Brady has a Blue Jays hat. He's about to put on his head um, because he because he wants to. I don't, that's the only that's the only explanation I got. But um, the home run derby was super fun. Uh, me and Brady watched it together. Joe, you were you were working that night. I was working. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, that's a, to watch it. that's a that's a tough one. But that's home run derby one. was great. Brady, what what stood out to you from the derby aside from Vlad Jr. winning the thing? I think. Actually, before you get to that, I think he's the first father-son duo, he and his dad, to ever win the Derby together. Yeah. I think I saw that stat, so I guess. Sounds about right. All right. Yeah. Well, what, what stood out to you? What would you like? Uh, I mean, obviously, everyone kind of could tell that Mookie Betts just was there just to be there. But Yeah, Mookie didn't even try. Actually went crazy. Went crazy. And he's been doing well the last couple of days in their actual games. But he he went off, and it was crazy to watch. Julio had a great first round up against – Record-setting first round, yeah. It was yeah. insane. Yeah. But he just couldn't handle it when it got to going up against Vlad. Mm-hmm. And Randy Rosarena was quite the show to watch as well. I We obviously thought he was going to pull it out there at the end with how he spaced it out. But mm-hmm. – in the end, Vlad ended up winning. So yeah, Vlad got it done. Vlad did his thing. Um, I mean, I can't say anybody's surprised. I don't think anybody's surprised with Vlad walking away with that one. Um, I am going to shout out my guy before we get to Joe's thoughts on how Adelis Garcia kind of fumbled. I am going to shout out my guy Adley Rutschman um, for hitting twenty-seven. Um, eight of those twenty-seven were from the right side after he hit nineteen or twenty from the left side. Um, just stuff we've never seen before at a derby. And I mean, I'm rocking my O's hat today for all of our listeners. We're going to get to the O's in a second, but um, loved seeing Adley and his dad out there. They're a bunch of cool pictures. So um, I had to, had to uh, rep my guy for a second. But Joe, what happened with uh, Adolis, man? That was, I know, <laughs> you know, I'm going to leave it open-ended. Take it, take it away. What happened with Adolis? Well, like first, first of all, I didn't even watch it. So I didn't know exactly what happened. But all I, all I do know is that, you know, uh, Garcia went out in the first round, obviously. Um, I don't like who did, who did he play again? Who did he face? Oh, Rosarena. It was a Rosarena. Yeah. You know, like when before the before the actual derby, I was thinking he could actually pull it off and at least be yeah. get past the first round and beat Rosarena. But Rosarena, he's 
he was really tough. He's like surprisingly, you know, he was really consistent. Like when he mm-hmm. needed to, he would <clears throat> he would uh, get those home runs. And yeah. I think just the consistency. Like I'd even watch the watch Garcia and the Rosarina face off. You could just mm-hmm. tell, even with like Garcia and his just his um like his overall just like playing games as a ranger even on the, in the home run derby like he he lacks mm-hmm. consistency a lot there's some games where he goes three for five with four rbis and then he goes over 12 you know in the yeah. three stretch and so sure. that might translate into the, you know the home run derby kind of how he operates so yeah i mean you see you saw uh, vladi staying consistent the whole time so rosarena you know hats off to him and yeah a few other players so i guess yeah the home run derby just came down to consistency and Vladdy, like Brady betted on, he's the most consistent. He was able to get the job done when, when he needed to. And so, and also, I watched, uh, I watched the highlight of uh, Rutschman and his dad throwing to him. That was really cool. Like that's something that's never happened before, in like Derby history. And yeah, I I can't even imagine like not even like Rutschman's feeling or Adley's feeling, but his dad too, just being able to throw that big of a stage. Yeah, just feel incredible. So it was, yeah, I know. Even though, even though I didn't get to watch it, it was still really cool to kind of just look at the highlights and, yeah, kind of watch back. Certainly, yeah. I mean, so I guess if you didn't watch it, then I'm, you're probably you should be happy that you didn't because uh, Adolis is his pitcher turned into Greg terrible. Maddox. He turned into Greg Maddox um, in that first so round. Bad. I had like he was just trying to strike him out. I think uh, we made the joke that our fantasy teams could use that guy. I think they. <laughs> The Yankees bullpen could use that guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he had a bad pitcher as well as Pete Alonso. I love Pete. Um, yeah. I think if he had his regular pitcher, because they said the night before his his scheduled guy like had like a forearm problem. But um, if Alonso had his correct pitcher, then I think his round with Julio is much closer. But, um, I mean, you get, this, get the stat cast out on Pete's pitcher because, I mean, the RPMs on some of those sliders he was throwing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but the Derby was super fun. Before, I know Brady's probably chomping at the bit. I know Bryce Harper won the Derby with his dad pitching to him. Um, so I know that was really cool. Uh, but uh, Adley's, Adley's better. Adley's better. Adley's better, 100%. Um, I'm just kidding. Please. Brady, you want to defend yourself, Brady? Please. Please, no. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to – I know Kenji's not here to defend himself, um, but I am going to make fun of his pick choosing Mookie Betts, um, who didn't even try. He didn't take his time out, didn't like go for bonus time. He just literally hit the ball. And there was a clip of J.D. Martinez asking him like mid-round, like before his 30-second bonus that everybody got. J.D.'s like, you need to pull the ball to left. And Mookie's like, I don't know how. Um, and so, uh, but Mookie was first-round exit. I, I don't think anybody expected him to go too far, except for Kenji for whatever reason. Um, that's it for the Derby. And then the Tuesday was the all-star game. Um, that was really fun to watch. I watched the whole game, surprisingly. Um, I, that's the first year in some time where I've been able to watch most of the game. Um, anything stand out to you guys, first and foremost? Brady, Joe, what uh, um, would you like about the Derby? Obviously, the, the most the unexpected uh, all-star MVP of all time, Elias <laughs> Diaz. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Out of nowhere. I think I said it last time we were on here. It's literally who hits the home run, who hits yeah. the first home run in the game. Who the fluff is that guy? Yeah, it That's... could have been it could have been Ronald had it not gotten robbed by Adolis Garcia. Yeah, yeah, that first inning, there was a couple of amazing catches. That was a fun start. I will give you props because then because it was right. Adolis in right and then a Rosarina in left, and on back to back hitters, they made like spectacular catches at the wall. It was um, unbelievable. Which was kind of fun to watch to start. Well, and Garrett, Garrett Cole was just like, ugh. What are you, what are you, what are you saying, Joe? Were they, were they going to be home runs or were just like going to hit the wall and going to be like a double? Or... They probably would have been extra base hits. I don't know if they would have gone over. Oh, I know Adolis, oh, okay. Adolis wouldn't have gone over. I don't remember Randy's as well as I remember uh, Garcia's. But, but uh, also, good. shout out the boy Craig Kimbrell getting the save. You yeah. Know. <laughs> Me and Brady had a little minor bet going into the game on what the final score would be. We do this for like almost every sporting event where like before a big game, I'll like, we'll send each other a text and I'll be like AL five NL three, like X person gets the save. And I texted him. I think it was exactly five, three. And I said, Bautista gets the save. Um, But of course, Bautista gave up the lead to the eventual MVP, Elias Diaz. 
um, on a hanging, like I just, I went into the game and I knew that there were so many O's players that somebody was bound to have a bad night. And of course, uh, when, when Cano had a good inning and then the very next time that I know pitcher pitch was Bautista first, first batter, he walks Castellanos on like five pitches and then hangs a splitter right in the middle of the plate to Diaz. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's sure. Um, but Kimbrough got the save done. Um, I'm trying to think. Arise went two for two. JD Martinez went two for two. Um, Arise going two for two doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just insane. So, anything else you guys want to touch on about the All Star game? It was a pitch off, right? Mostly because it wasn't like high well, scoring at all. It was three to two. Yeah. Yeah. Always makes yeah. it so boring. <laughs> yeah. It's always better when. You just have a swing off and everybody's just hidden and it's kind of up oh, yeah. in the air about who gets the MVP. I like pitcher's duels, though. I'm not going to lie. I don't mind. Um, not for have an all-star respect. game. How, uh, how deep did Gallon and Cole go? One inning. Every pitcher goes one Everybody inning each. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But an all-star game is so much better when you have a swing off. Pitcher's duels are fun, but you can see that all throughout the year. Sure. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I, I can agree with that. But it's tough when you face like – nine or ten different like all-star pitchers one after another yeah, like, that's yeah. just so tough on hitters um if you face like gallon like three times around then okay maybe you have a chance but when you get gallon and then like and then cole gray <laughs> ovaldi yeah. um it just is it's just kind of gross um but it was a fun all-star game seattle looked gorgeous i don't know if any of you guys saw anything yeah. i've never been to seattle seattle looked it's gorgeous fantastic. um that everybody would everybody could not stop like complimenting the weather they were like it's the middle of july but i'm like not sweating outside because it's that delightful it's fantastic um, out there i would, say, I would say it will be a lot better seattle will be a lot better if if otani would be there if otani would be there if he would okay. go there okay Just throw that in but a little, little trade deadline sneak peek um we'll get yeah, to that I'll in a second but i mean i i think we're in agreement joe i think otani would look great yeah. in a mariner's jersey i agree um, carrying on ichiro's legacy too um, but so then I guess we'll move to some of our, our storylines really quick. Uh, first and foremost, again, Kenji's not here to defend himself, but his angels suck. Um, they've lost 11 of their last 13. They had a fun win last night. They had a walk off over Houston. It was like a 13, 12 game. That was kind of crazy. Um, Joe, you want to speak to that for a second? If yeah, well, it was a, so it was a double play runners on, or so the runs on first and second one out guy had to ground her at a second. He turns two. I can't remember who, who the shortstop was. It wasn't Pena. Um, maybe just like oh, – It was some substitute, yeah. Because Pena got hurt earlier. I think they pulled him. Oh, yeah. So the the shortstop, he got the ball, stepped on second, and he threw over to first. And he threw to the right or left of him. I don't remember. But it got away from the first baseman. It hit the wall. It came back, but the guy that I was on that was on second managed to score. Yeah, and so it was thirteen to twelve. What a that's such a tragic way to to end the game. But at the same time, I can't complain because the Rangers did win that night, and so now Astros uh, are three games back instead of two yeah. like before. So it was uh, we have a little bit of the breathing breathing room. So I'm kind of happy about that. Go Angels! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was a fun game to watch. I didn't even think it was close. And then I looked, I got a little notification like on like a Twitter account that I follow. It was like, you up? And it had like, it was like a one run game. And so I was like, okay, I'll turn it on and um, watch the Angels walk it off. And that was, that was enjoyable. Baseball's better when the Angels are playing good. They don't play good very often, but that division is better when they're playing good. It's better when Otani's on a winning team. Um, but I mean, as long as the Angels keep losing this many games, I think it's, I think Otani's going to leave. Um, I hadn't realized how many they had lost. Uh, but we're not going to talk too much about Otani getting traded quite yet. Uh, then the very next one for all the listeners, I had my O's hat on today. Um, I got a bunch of O's stuff on the ground in the background. Um, O's have won eight straight as of like an hour ago. They they beat they swept the Miami Marlins, who have the third best record in the National League. Um, they do have a tough schedule coming up. Uh, we'll talk about the schedule at the very end of the show. But um, O's have won eight straight. It's their longest winning streak this year. Um, I think it's. I think it might be the second longest behind the Rays when they went like 11, 12, and 0 to start the year. I think I remember that was crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But so so they've been playing fun baseball. They're starting pitching 13 straight quality starts from their starters, um, and they're just they're bopping. They're averaging eight runs a game over their last week and a half. 
Um, so when starters are pitching good and you're scoring a bunch, you're going to win a lot of games. So um, go birds. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to touch on them. Uh, now, Joe, this is our, our resident Rangers check-in every week, it seems. Are they picking it up? How are the, how they've been playing? I know they're playing the Guardians. How are they playing? So, yeah, they played the Guardians first series back from the All-Star break. And they were the Guardians were up 4-0 until, I think, fifth or sixth, sixth inning. I was checking the score from time to time. I think I was at work that day. Yeah. But I was like, it's over, man. There's no way. <laughs> like, we ain't coming back from this. Like, our starting pitching can't go deep. Our bullpen can't um just like keep um keep runners off and it was just really bad but i look at my i checked my phone during work and i saw that um seager hit a home run uh who else was it adolis garcia hit a home run mm-hmm. and then high uh hit a bomb. Yeah, Jonah high. the yeah. rangers came back from a 4-0 deficit to win the game 12-4 that was really surprising to me. Yeah, it was there are a lot of like just like base hits. The bottom guys, seven, eight, nine guys, really stepped it up. Jonah Heim, I think, had a four or five RBI game. Adolis had a four RBI game, I believe. Gotcha. They both won like three or five, and it was mm-hmm. nice. It was really refreshing seeing the offense just uh, kind of produce how they were producing at the beginning of the year. It was yeah. Uh, watch the highlights, and obviously yesterday they they barely won by the skin of their teeth two to zero but you know hey a win's a win andrew heaney he pitched yesterday wow but he managed to i think six five or six shutout innings for him yeah i think you know maybe he's picking it back up but uh i think as of now we're losing five to two in the bottom of the eighth okay we got first and second one out with nathaniel low up so we'll see how that goes how that goes i don't know okay. but gotcha rangers hopefully they'll be picking up we got a really tough schedule i don't want to get too much into that because we'll be talking about that a little bit yeah for sure um, uh towards towards the end of the podcast but yeah hopefully you know that's it's kind of a a, a second a second win they pick up that second win and yeah get back to where they were a few months ago yeah yeah i mean the, when the rangers are playing good they're scoring a lot of runs um you guys spend so much money on your pitching so um that's that's how you're going to win games is if you can I guess that's the name of the game. You score more runs than the other team. Um, but uh, you got to score a lot of runs to do that, especially against the schedule you guys have been up against. So For sure. So that's that's our Rangers update. We do apologize to the listeners. This is like the bias portion of the podcast where we just go through like our three favorite teams. Um, skip ahead a couple minutes if you're sick and tired of it already. The very next one, I guess in the last bias piece of this, Bryce Harper um, and the Phillies update. Brady, give us, yeah. give us everything we need to know what's going on. Um, first of all, uh, I believe the Phillies won nine or ten in a row in June. Okay. So all right, man. Phillies cool aren't, off. or the Orioles aren't there yet. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I, got news, wow. I got news this week that uh, Bryce Harper will be playing first base sometime this week to start, get back okay. out into the field, which will be huge because then we can finally take Schwarber and put him in the DH spot because he's terrible in the outfield. Yeah. He's so bad. Yeah. So – Think, and he hits better in the DH role. He does. Yeah. So that's just going to be more than beneficial. We did just get a call up from Double A, actually, uh, the center fielder named Johan Rojas, who okay. did an incredible right. catch yesterday. Got a couple hits yesterday in our doubleheader against the Padres. Padres, yes, thank you. Um, you they were delayed the today, so they're just getting started. But. Yeah. We're looking good, playing pretty well so far. Everybody seems to contribute very well. Yeah. yeah. My player to watch that's been every for since the beginning of time, Bryson Stott's been doing incredible. Yeah. Still hitting over 300. Right. Absolute demon. You still fleece me in fantasy. I'm not going to forget that. A little bit of background. <laughs> You've absolutely fleeced. I was looking, I was going after Bryson Stott. And I texted Brady as a resident Phillies like analyst, and I said, "Hey, is Stott good? Can I trust Stott to like produce for me all year?" And he goes, "Dude, I love Stott. He's like, he's so good." And then I kid you not, like an hour later, I got a notification without hearing back from the guy I was trying to trade with or from Brady that Stott just got traded to Brady. Um, so I and I was like, Brady, what uh, what happened there, my man? And he just said, "You just got me. You got me interested, dude. I wanted to get him." And so. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive you for that. Don't ever try to trade me again this year. Um, 
That's okay. I'd like to thank Grady like... for joining us. Um, this will be his last episode. Of the It'll just be me and Jay next week. We did kick Kenji yeah. off. Not, not really. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But, um, no, I've been eyeing him all year, and it was finally the time, and I was just on my break, and so I was like, well, yeah, all okay. right. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear any more about it. I, I'm done. I'm done. Um, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Uh, the Mets and the Padres have continued to slide. They might be the most disappointing two teams we've seen um, that I can remember in terms of like uh, offseason spending and then regular season performance. They've just been absolutely yeah. abysmal. Um, Blake Snell is like the only bright spot on the Padres. Manny Machado has been red hot on that offense. Hassan um, Kim. Hassan Kim. Kim has been great too. He was my player to watch last week. Uh, and Tatis has always been good, but I think he's he just kind of plateaued of where his performance has been. He hasn't gotten super hot or gotten any colder. Um, the Mets are atrocious. The Mets are atrocious. Um, I don't. I can't remember a team I've seen that's played this bad. I guess the Cardinals are pretty disappointing this year too. Um, uh, yep. Which, yeah, Griffey, if you're listening to R. this, that's Brady's older brother. Um, my heart goes out to you as R. well R. as Brady's dad. Um, my heart goes mm-hmm. out to you both because it's been a tough year. Um, but me and Joe both been there as fans of teams that have sucked recently. So, oh yeah, it's been, it's been a few, a few years since, you know, I've actually had hope for my team. So it's, it's nice to kind of, you know, uh, like a team that's kind of winning games. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Completely agree. But the Mets have been bad. I did want to point out last night, um, quite an unusual play. There was a sky high pop-up. It was Max Muncy was batting against like some righty. I think this, this video went viral. Brady probably knows. Uh, yeah, I, I saw it. Um, Max Muncy comes up with a runner in scoring position. I think Mookie's on third base and he pops it straight up to third. Okay. He pops it straight up to third and Brett Beatty, the like Mets rookie is standing down there, like trying to catch the pop. Um, and then there's like a stack as you can see on how the ball travels. It's this really weird pattern. But uh, what should be a routine pop um, just, like, completely gets away from Beatty. It bounces off the dirt, then bounces off of Beatty's face as he's, like, laying out trying to catch it. Mookie comes around and scores. And then the Queens, uh, Mets faithful, just boo, like, nobody's business on that poor team. Um, so it's the Mets are just bad. I don't even know what the solution is. They got too many old guys, not enough prospects. They're, they're in quite a bit of trouble. Um, I guess I'm talking quite a bit. You guys need to talk some more. Um, uh, and then I guess the only last bit of news is that the trade deadline is upcoming. Um, so we've got, I think it's August 1st is the trade deadline. So we'll do a couple more episodes prior to that. Um, and we'll delve a little bit further into who we think's getting traded, why they're getting traded. Um, these next couple of weeks will be huge, uh, determining factors of who's leaving because teams will decide if they're buying or selling. Um, I think the teaser that Joe mentioned, though, I think Otani is kind of the big one. You guys want to touch on that really fast? I mean, do you see the Angels? They they kind of have like you know spots places in the season, the first half of the season where they picked it up. Mm-hmm. The future kind of looked bright for the Angels. You know, they might have had a chance for the wild card spot, but now it's it's pretty apparent that even with Otani or Trout, they're not going to go too far. And so the Angels would benefit clearly by giving Otani away for you know, uh, two, three good, solid players that can, yeah. that can lift their team. Yeah. Right. Just keeping him for, for, you know, no reason. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens to Otani because there's a lot, of, a lot of guys, a lot of teams looking to pick him up. Like I, like I mentioned, Seattle, they also have like, just like a lot of teams on West Coast, Dodgers, Padres, and even like um, on the East Coast as well, New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to kind of see how it plays out. I'm excited to see where he goes, honestly, because that's yeah. going to be one of the biggest – uh, updates of the year, like baseball. I don't know. He's, we've seen a prospect, or not even a prospect. I don't think we've seen a player with this much like hype around him ever. Um, he's a, he's a golden child. Yeah, no, he's MLB a golden child. Yeah, they were saying. I was listening to Intentional Talk. My guy Kevin Millar. I have a man crush on Kevin Millar. If you ever watch this, I love you, Kevin. Um, I was watching Intentional Talk right before the All Star game, and Whit Merrifield was like doing a little interview, and he said Otani like has this like posse that follows him everywhere. Like they said, it's like cameramen. It's like, it's fans, followers, like even just other players that are just always trying to get to Otani, try to talk to him, like get an autograph. Um, And it reminded me of, I don't know if you guys remember, I wasn't old enough when it happened, but I've only heard stories of like how big Michael Jordan was with the bulls that he like transcended, Mm -hmm. like the sport he transcended America 
And that's what I kind of feel like Otani's getting to, to where like he's not just transcending like baseball, he's transcending um, like countries. He's going over to Japan. He, I mean, he's just, he's huge. Um, and I'm curious, you guys think he ends up on the West Coast or the East Coast? Well, personally, I do think he would. So we will stay on the West Coast because that's where you know, the league wants to keep him. Um, yeah. I'm not going to get too like scientific and like statistical, but that's okay. where a lot of the Asian Japanese population is. Seattle, you know, LA. You um, should get those statistical with us. You should get okay, statistical. Yeah, Poland as well. Poland as well. And so <laughs> Poland and Seattle are pretty close, three, four hours apart by car, whatever. And, um, and like being there, I was in uh, Washington for a few months. I was I was living there for a little bit, and you, you can just tell like there's a lot of Asian people there, um, yeah. especially on the West Coast. That's where most um, most of them are. And if you have a population that will always go and support Otani, because that's how I feel the how the Japanese culture is. Sure. Being there for there for a few years and living there, they they support uh, their. Otani's literally like to the Japanese people, he's like a god. He's like a king. Yeah. Everywhere you walk around, like in public, you walk around like in airports, like in malls, you see all these ads or like a billboard on like the side of the road. Otani sponsored by so many companies, watches, just like yep. uh, clothing brands, maybe like cologne or whatever it may be. He's always on, he's always the face of just like these marketing companies. Yeah. And so if they're going to support him like that, surely they're just going to support him on the West coast where the majority of like his fans are. And so I think from a business standpoint, Otani will most likely be kept on the West coast unless there's kind of, you know, there's a huge, there's a blockbuster trade mm-hmm. um, that goes on somewhere yeah. Yeah. somewhere else. So that's kind of my opinion about Otani. Okay. Okay. I do think it's worth noting that um, under the current CBA, you can only negotiate a contract after the season, or if you own, if you uh, own the player, sounds bad. But if like the, the player's under contract for you, mm-hmm. then you can negotiate it. So, I think for a team like the Mets, Yankees, Red Sox, those East Coast teams that might want a shot at him, their best chance of getting him might be trading for him and then negotiating a contract. Because I yeah. think if they were to go into a free agency pitch and they're going up against the Mariners, the Dodgers, the Giants, um, the a lot I, of money. We, we know the Padres will be there. The Padres somehow will offer up money. Um, we know that that they're going to offer up the money, and I don't know if you know the Mets have the same kind of pitch that the Mariners do, just given the history of um, baseball in Seattle and Ichiro um, and the population there, as you mentioned. Um, so it'll be really interesting. I think it's probably the most interesting storyline of the season to this point for me. Um, yeah. Brady, I'm curious your take on the Otani situation. Well, it's obviously a West Coast idea right there that we've been talking about but i think if he were to get if he does get traded at the deadline it will be to a west coast team that has some playoff potential (laughs) at least i'd hope for otani's case not end up like mike trout where you're just on a team that sucks every year (laughs) and so hopefully he'll choose to go to a team that has some playoff hope and the team that gives the prettiest package that's the best way i can describe it Whatever yeah. team gives the prettiest package is the team that they trade him to. It yeah. it yeah. could be anybody, for all I know. But yeah, it might be it might be difficult for Otani to go to Seattle at the trade deadline. That's for sure. You know, it's Seattle's been kind of under underperforming. Same with the Padres as well. Um, like <laughs> it's it might be difficult for him to for us to see him going somewhere uh, during the deadline. It might be until after the season. Mm-hmm. Honestly, do or, you guys think? What do you think the asking price is for Otani? Do you think, like, say that you're the Mariners or the Dodgers or somebody, you're calling the Angels. What do you think the Angels are asking for, like, baseline in return for a guy of that caliber? Now, what do you think, like, two, three top 100 prospects, four, and a couple big leaguers? Like, what do you what do you think it stands? Yeah, probably I'd say, well, because if you go to, if you get it from Seattle. They're not going to have the most lottery picks, and they're not right. going to have like the most lower end picks either. They're probably going to be put right in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it all just depends on if you think you can get somebody worth it down the line. There, I know, like it just depends. And then you got the problem with Otani is the Angels will be losing hitting and pitching. Right. So you kind of got to get both. So I'd say like you get some other guys maybe even if you have to you might have to ship out castillo you might have yeah. to yeah you might joe 
when when teams like the Mariners or Padres kind of want a player like Otani, they're obviously gonna not want to give up their already their stars um, to just to get a star, especially for really? a guy like Otani who can hit and pitch. Yeah. Um, so I think they're gonna have to give up a lot of their prospects. Like if for Otani, like say Seattle, they give up. I don't know. I don't know about Castillo, maybe like George Kirby or or someone like that, and then someone else in the field and like maybe just like two big leaguers and then mm-hmm. two or th- honestly two or three really solid prospects and maybe even more because Otani is he's really worth that much yeah um but at least for like the teams kind of maybe below 500 that'll kind of be the package but then like for the Dodgers the, the Yankees East Coast teams that you know have some well, prestige it's it's apparent that there's going to be a lot more of those prospects involved yeah and then also they'll, they'll also be you know willing to give up their you know some stars i would be you know for a guy like otani like give up a pitcher or you know a good hitter because in the end old tiny he's he's a silent leader he's honestly like he was the hope of, of the angels this year they've been doing yeah pretty well considering how they were in the in the few years past even Certainly. with my trial and so i think that little advantage that Otani like had for the Angels, I think that's going to translate into an even bigger uh, production for another big team, yeah. Which will help help them win games and you know make a hopefully make a deep postseason run. So it's going to be interesting. I don't I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I'm excited to to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it ends up too. I mean, I think personally, I think you got to give up. You got to ask for like three top 100 prospects. And then maybe a big league ready arm, um, and like that. I think that's the minimum that the Angels are going and be like, yeah, we want this, but every team's offering us this. What can you do better? Um, because not only is Otani great on the field and he gets you a bunch of wins, he takes up effectively two roster spots for the cost of one, um, and both roster spots are actually both like all stars. Um, what he does is unbelievable. He leading the league in homers, I think, with thirty three, mm-hmm. but. Um, he also will give you so much uh, revenue off the field. As you already mentioned, Joe, yeah. ad revenue, marketing, these companies are going after him. Instead of, I always complain that the for the all-star fan voting, that the Blue Jays have an unfair advantage because I have an entire country voting for mm-hmm. them. Um, I think the same can apply here where whoever gets Otani oh, yeah, isn't, just, sure. isn't just like going to bolster their city and their fan base and their team, but they're also going to gain support of a, monstrous you know chunk of the population um and even just baseball fans in general who just love otani because he's the most ridiculous thing we've ever seen um to grace the field so but that's enough uh for otani we'll kind of see how that ends up we'll you guys know we'll keep you guys posted on that um and then so now now the fun part i guess we're, we're 30 minutes in so hopefully it has already been the fun part but the part i'm most excited for um are our predictions for the second half um, so we got a lot of season left. I believe there's 70-something games left of the season. I'm curious to know both of you guys what uh, you think is going to happen in the second half. And stick around for a second because at the very end of this, everybody's going to give their most ridiculous, bogus take for the second half. Clown horn is ready. So um, either one of you, just take the lead on this. What it, What's what's going to happen? How, what's the uh, second half going to bring? Joe, I'll let you do the honors. Are you sure, Brady? You look like you want to say something. <laughs> I do not. Honestly, it's going to come down. Obviously, the Twins, as of right now, are winning the division at base at 505 on their percent wins. So they're yeah. a game above 500. So honestly, they're not going to do any. Whoever wins that division is not going to do anything in the postseason. Yeah. It doesn't well, happen. I mean, you never know. The Twins have great know. pitching. Twins have the well, best ERA in the AL. With you how it lines. Yeah, with how it lines up, though, they're going to face some team that has 10-plus wins above them by the time we're done. Yeah, I, like I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm saying you get into a three-game series like those wild-card series turn out to be, yeah. um, and it's in Minnesota, and you got to face Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, and Bailey Ober in a three-game set. That's not, mm-hmm. that's not that that's not easy. And then you have Duran in the back end. You have Jorge Lopez in the back end. That's not an easy series. Um, if they can scratch a couple runs across, yeah, um, that's I don't care the, who you that's are. That's the not... problem, though. They yeah. they don't score enough runs. They yeah, don't. yeah. But... I I think pitching is the key to winning in the postseason. And say yeah. what you will about the Twins, I think they have. 
Um, they do. So I'm, I, it'll be curious to see how the AL Central turns out. So then what's your prediction for the Twins then? Where, where were you headed with that? I was just going to say they. it's either going to be them right now or the Guardians that are close. I do really like the Guardians actually. I think they'll. I think the Guardians will eventually. They'll take it back and they'll run away with it. Okay, with but, uh, even with Bieber out. Yeah, just because okay. they have the offense that the Twins don't. Guardians got a good pen as well. Similar pitching. Yeah. Yeah, they got Colossi back there. Yeah. Which, so certainly. Okay. I think they'll do all right. Honestly, the National League, the wild card spots are up for debate right now. Honestly, yeah. with how it goes, you got. Anywhere from Cincinnati, Philly, Arizona, Miami, San Fran, all are in there. So you got twice as many teams as there are spots in the wild card. Mm-hmm. It all just depends. I obviously think the Phillies are going to take Miami's spot. That's just going to happen. Okay. I'd love to see Arizona. Sure. Arizona would be big time. That would be so fun to watch them. That would be huge for the club. That would be huge for the club. And yeah, for sure. honestly, um, after that, I would love to see Cincinnati. So I would love to have Cincinnati, Arizona, and Philly all in the wild card spots. With so I guess wins, Cincinnati take the division. Yeah. So from Milwaukee, but if I don't know, I think Milwaukee will still run it. And okay. then either way, I'd like to see both teams in it. Then you got the two teams from the West and the two teams from the East, which okay. would be huge. Obviously. The Braves are probably gonna are one of the most unlikely to catch teams in baseball. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... as a Phillies fan, I'm hoping for the wild card spot. Um, yeah, Rangers are running it really well. Yeah. The whole American Hopefully. League is insane. They got about five guys or five teams that could run wild card spots, with the exception of maybe if they turn it on Seattle and the Angels, like we talked about earlier, both could turn it on and find their way in the postseason but yeah i don't really know if that'll happen i do like where we're at right now with the yankees staying out of the postseason i love it i love it let me eat it up yep. i love it Sir. i would love to see boston instead of houston i would but i don't see that happening okay but i do like it with the orioles and especially the blue jays in the wild right. card so then so let's I- hear brady give me your official like ideal or like your predicted playoff standing so for those listening and not uh watching i guess watching you probably can't tell the difference either so in the national league it's the division leaders are atlanta uh the dodgers and the milwaukee brewers and then the wild card teams are san francisco miami and arizona one game behind arizona is philly at one game um and then cincinnati is two back san diego is seven and a half back um so then at the end against the national league how it finishes out brady joe both of you guys let's hear it well, how does it yeah. end so atlanta so, wins their division for sure right yeah uh atlanta atlanta's gonna win okay. unless they just really lay the biggest egg on the planet yeah uh, i don't see that happening then me neither the west they're the cardinals or the cardinals sorry thinking of football here the diamondbacks uh-huh. are two and a half from the Dodgers right now. Yeah. I think they could run away with it. They really could. I'm going to go with Dodgers? No, the Diamondbacks. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. I like it. I I think Arizona pulls it out and LA comes out of the wild card. Wow. We we could skip ahead and say that's my hot take for for the rest of the, for the second half. We could say that's it. But Arizona runs away I, with the I West? I think they run it. I think they run away with it. They've but, lost four straight. Hey, it, they're young. They got a lot of talent. Wow. They have a lot of switch hitters on their team. You could say that about the Giants, too. Right. But you could. The Giants are, right, <laughs> Giants are ahead of them. Yeah, Giants are knocking on the door. Giants are nope. ahead right now. It's, it's baseball. Nobody knows. It's, All right, man. Okay. I would say, wow. I would say Arizona takes it. And then Milwaukee will stay there, I think. They just, again, they have better pitching than the Reds do. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. I think they'll keep that one. Then, having that been said, my three wild card spots are Philly, LA Dodgers, and the Cincinnati Reds. Miami and San Francisco out. Yep. That's crazy. Wow. We're having fun. Aside from Logan Webb, their starting pitching is 
not great. Alex the Giants Cobb, have won five in a so row. They've won five in a row. They I know. Four, they put up a four spot in extra innings today they did. when they took the win against the Pirates. They have a plus 39 run differential, San Francisco does. I'm just saying because aside right. from Logan Webb, their pitching is inconsistent, and then you do have Duvall out of the pen. But that's <laughs> I like the Giants. Out. See, I mean, if I had to predict how it ends up, I think the divisions stay the exact same. I don't believe in Cincinnati's pitching, so I think the divisions stay the same. I think it's Atlanta, Dodgers, Milwaukee. And then I think Philly sneaks into the wild card. I think it's San Francisco, Philly. And then maybe, I mean, we'll come back to this later for maybe the crazy takes. I think San Diego um, rises from the grave um, to beat beat Arizona, to beat Cincinnati. Because that's all you got to do is you just got to pass Cincinnati and Arizona. I guess Miami too. Um, But I think Giants, Phillies, Padres. Is my wild card for the National League. Kind of okay. crazy, but I you know, really still own the Padres. Little, so it's little okay. sizzle. It's kind of hot. It's kind of hot. A little hot. A little hot. A little so, hot. And then hey, all I'm saying is the Phillies own the Padres. Thank you and good night. They do. They yeah. do. They're probably beating them as we speak. But, no, uh, they're not actually. But we've already at least tied the four game set. So there you go. There all right. Go. Okay, Joe, let's hear your, some of your predictions. You want to like touch the American League a little bit? Um, yeah, sure. How are you feeling about your Rangers? Where, what's going on? Anything. It can be anything. Let's hear it. Honestly, I'm um, – so just a few minutes ago, I was talking about how the Rangers were down 5-2 in the eighth. Rangers came back and won 6-5. Oh. We had a we, – we I think we put up a four spot in the bottom of the eighth. And uh, my Will Smith got the save. He's on my fantasy team. Had a boy. Um, the way I think it's, I think it's relatively consistent. I think with the way the uh, AL is going right now, except for just a few teams, I kind of want to touch on that. Mm-hmm. I'm really conflicted about Tampa Bay and Baltimore. Ooh, like, um, cause you, cause Talk Ray started off red hot, and like I'm not just like glazing Gabe or whatever. I do like I watch the the O's. Good pen. You got good closers. Yep. Good relief. Your yep. hitters consistent. You guys eight straight, one eight straight. Yeah. Swept the Jays, and there's a lot of so many positive things about um, Baltimore that I can yeah. speak about. Good prospects. You know, you get just over um, all around, just super solid. Mm-hmm. And the Rays, I feel like the Rays with like McClanahan out, um, they're they're pitching. They they got good pitching, but sometimes yeah. they can you know they could scuffle a bit as well as they're hitting. Yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of their guys are just either on and off. And at the beginning of the season, they were red hot, but then they kind of start, you know, they they cool down a little bit, and that's where they're at. That's kind of where they're at right now. I feel like so. Um, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to like predict anything for the end of the season, but it's going to be a dog fight like it is right now. You guys are only only one game back. Did they lose today? Uh, Tampa. Tampa lost today. I th- they might have. Oh. Hold on, let's look. Yeah, eight to four. Oh to the my Rangers. gosh, we're one game back. Wow, we're breathing Congrats. down their neck, and they lost to the Royals. We're breathing down the their Royals. Neck. We get them this weekend. We get them this weekend, dude. And um, they just right. got swept by Philly. Don't forget. Yeah, man. All asleep. Ooh. Yeah. So there's been a little shakeup in the Ooh. East. I thought I thought the Rays were gonna run away with the uh, with the East, but. I don't know, man. It's it's really close. As for the central, um, yeah, like Brady said, I think the Twins are going to run away with it, it's and it's mid. the central too. It's just like yeah, it's the it's the AL mid. AL mid, baby. Yeah. As for the West, I don't know. Here man. we go. Here we go. Here we go. I like it. As like for the it. West, let's talk, Joe. I like I. Do you think you keep you? Do you think you hold first place? Come, I think October we do. 30th? I think we do. I think we hold it. Wow, I I agree. I do. I agree. I like All personally. Right. Okay, so we're still at one with John Gray being really cold right now. John yeah. Gray, Andrew Heaney, our only solid starter. I'm going to be honest. Is Dane Dunning, <laughs> even Ian Valdi, even Ian Valdi, but he does have quality starts. But you watch his games and um. His, his performance is just it's like for Evaldi it's kind of subpar yeah at the beginning of the season he was red hot now it's you know he's cooled off a bit um and like even with like kind of the the fluctuations with our pitching and uh-huh. you know how like the Rangers we 
our um, our starting pitchers have a really hard time going deep into the game, and so that leaves our bullpen to kind of like cover for their cover for their crap, and then mm-hmm. most of the time we just end up giving away the lead and losing the game. Yeah, uh, and that's if our hitting isn't good. And also known as really special, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like honestly true, and it's I think uh, when one one part of the Rangers game like whether it be the bullpen or the starting pitching going a little deeper, the hitters kind of staying within themselves and stringing base hits together to get more runs in, whether it be any of those things, that naturally improves every single other aspect of the game. And, like, I mean, we just saw that we, we saw that today uh, with the Rangers. We, I think, um, Martin Perez, he went either four or five innings and he was taken out. Yeah. And we honestly didn't have hope. But the um, our guys, our offense picked it back up, even though our bullpen didn't do the best job. And so we can still support each other, whether or not our um, like all the aspects of the game of the Rangers team is doing well yeah. or bad. So I think um, hopefully I think, we can stay consistent. I don't know. Sorry, what were we gonna say? No, I was just gonna mention that. Uh, oh wait, who was talking? Brady, go ahead. No, Brady, you, you got, got it. it. I was just right? gonna say Chapman got his first save on the team. You did. He did. Are they splitting save duties, Joe? Do you know what the deal is? So right now, um, they're trying to keep Will Smith as the main closer. Okay. But in the future, no, no one knows because um, I think Bochy was talking about how he he was fine keeping uh, keeping Smith in, in the uh, closing closing spot. Which honestly, good for him. He's been I think he has I don't know how many saves he has, but he's missed one or two save opportunities. Okay. Only one so or two. So he's been minutes. automatic. Yeah, he's been good. I think he just got the save today. So, okay. um, and in a six-five game, so he's he's really yeah. clutch for us. Uh, Chapman as well. He's been solid. He'll be a really just a good relief pitcher, pitcher we can rely on. Mm-hmm. So our bullpen has improved uh, so much already from that. Yeah. So I think Chapman being a really good addition to the team, uh, I I think we should be able to hold on to that West, the number one spot right, in the man. West. I'm not gonna say that's a hot take. I think you can. It's, what worries me about it's a warm take. I think. Warm, it might be a lukewarm take. Yeah, lukewarm. I'm worried about Houston's Room temperature. Pitching. That's what I'm going to say. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. their pitching is, uh, I, for lack of a better word, it's just unbelievable. Connor like, Brown, Chris Javier, Framber. Like even in the game last night that you were talking about, where was it last night when they the Astros lost? lost? Yeah. Yeah, the walk off. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Framber start that game? Yeah, he did. He struck out yeah. 13, but he gave up yeah. five runs later. Yeah. Which is. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And he left with an ankle injury. Yeah. Cool. But, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think their pitching's pretty good, but like, then again, it all depends on who shows up that day. But the thing is, sure. the Rangers, the Rangers pitching is really good too. The starting pitching, John Gray, Uvaldi, my guy Dane Dunning. Like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> talk hate hate on the man. Dane Dunning stand. Yeah. Girl. Come on, big yeah. Dane Dunning. Fan. Dane Dunning fans here on the show. Dane Dane Dunning, if you're ever listening to this, just I love you. Let me fly me out to Texas and let's let me watch you. Let Joe Joe throw out the first pitch. Yeah, let's get Joe to throw out the first pitch uh, at a Rangers game. Two Dane Dunning. I'll throw some 90 poo on the mound. 90 poo. There you go. Short hops the catcher. (laughs) I would would throw it to the backstop. Yeah, it's the cameraman. Yeah, it's his balls. Yeah. Have you seen those videos? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be playing, that guy. We're playing hit the ball. We're playing bull Durham here where we hit the ball. Hit the ball. Okay. All right, man. So then I'm going to touch on the it a little bit on how I feel about almost going on. I did not believe that Tampa Bay is only a game ahead of us. Um, go Birds. Uh, sneak peek to our series to watch at the end of the episode. The O's go to Tampa at the end of this week. Um, so very, so I very well could hop on next week's show and just be demoralized, or I could be happy, or I could be like even keel. Like if we like split with the Dodgers and Rays, like we like we go like three and three, then you'll know I'm okay. Um, but if we go like one and five, I'm gonna want to chop something off. Um, the thing is, the Rays, the Rays got the Rangers too tomorrow, Tuesday, I know, Wednesday. I know, I know. Tough schedule. <sighs> but what you guys get McClanahan tomorrow. Um, you get McClanahan. We'll get McClanahan on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it's gonna be the Rays. They're in a tough spot right now. They got two 
great teams Ray's with great offenses. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be like, it's I'm gonna just going to say, week, those, are, those are the series to watch. Yeah. It's going to be a fun week to watch, man. I, so as for the wild card and division leaders for the American League, um, I believe the O's to be a wild card team. Um, I like Tampa a little too much. I think that they're proven. Um, and I just think the O's are young at this point. I think the O's can still make a run. I just I don't trust their starting pitching to make a deep postseason run. And I think that they'll win the they'll be a wild card team like easily. Um, but I'm just nervous because I don't I don't think that they I don't think they have what it takes to beat Tampa. And that might be sacrilegious as an O's fan to say that. Uh, but I just the start Tampa got off to their starting pitching when they're healthy, how good their bullpen is when they're rested. It just is it's too good for me to say that the O's pitchers like we've we have 13 straight quality starts. That's not going to keep up um, for the rest of the year. Um, so there are going to be lulls. And I just I don't know. I would love to see it happen. I just think the O's will finish like three or four back behind Tampa at the end of the season. And they'll be a wild card team and they'll win 95 games or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um I think Texas. Oh, this is tough one, man. Our friendship's on the line. I like the Rangers. I do. I mean, they have such a good run differential. I'm going to say Texas wins the West. I'm doing it. I'm saying Texas wins the West. Joe, I love you. Yeah, we're still friends. I think Texas wins the West. I just – I don't think Houston – I don't know because Jordan's coming back out too big. Jordan. Yeah, that's the. It's it's scary to watch Houston when they're healthy. Yeah, I'm gonna still keep it with Texas because of how good you've shown you can play. You just need to beat Houston. You can't lose three out of four to Houston next time you're playing. Um, yeah, we lost. Yeah, you know, just only being only winning one game was it was like kind of an eye opener for me. It was like mm-hmm. that's we're a done. Was that that was we're in done. Texas too, right? Or was that in, in Texas? Yeah. yeah. Texas. See, that's the thing. They're both in Texas. Just yeah. Don't know it at the Rangers. You're, you're, you know what, Brady? You know what, Brady? I'm gonna mute you. Okay. Come on. Um, I think I like Minnesota to win the Central too. I like their pitching a little too much, um, as I've already touched on. Baltimore is the number one wild card team. Uh, Toronto is gonna be a wild card team too. Yeah, and so. then, and then hear me out. Another crazy take: Seattle, Seattle Ooh. over Houston. Seattle over Houston is a final wild card spot. I think they get hot. They have the pitching to do it. They have a lineup that can get streaky. Um, I think Seattle. I think Seattle does that there. What about Boston? What do you think about Boston? I. I just don't think they have it in them. I don't. They don't have good pitching at all. Yeah, their pitching is just. They have Kenley Jansen, who's skeptical in the pen. Yeah, they have Kenley Jansen. What about Corey Kluber? He's in the pen now. Yeah. He's getting uh, old. Yeah, he, yeah, he's getting old, man. I just I don't know. Chris Sale is old. I don't even think he's yeah. back yet, dude. He? Yeah, he's made a glass, dude. He's made a glass. Like they're just s- scraping for pitching right now. And if Judge comes back, then I could see the Yankees doing it, but not in my good conscience. Not. Can I pick the Yankees to make the nope, no, even not. even if they were like even if you knew they were gonna make a like a wild card yeah. spot, you can't say it. Exactly. No. Of course. Of Why course. would you? That's a crime. Out of respect for the rest of the number, league. Number can't. one Yankees hater right here. Nope. Yeah. All of it might be a, one A is right. right here. One A is right here. Yeah. Um, one Z is right here. But uh, <laughs> dude, I think so. I think it ends. I think it literally just ends the way it is. As much as I love, would love to see the Guardians take the Central. You think so? Mid. I think they could run with it and take it away from Minnesota. But other than that, I think it stays the way it is. Yeah, I Actually, mean, it'll be know, interesting to see how it plays out. I think out. Chicago gets hot. I think the White Sox win it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, the calm Sox. down. Calm down. Yeah, the Royals. The Royals have been a, hot recently. The they Royals. beat Tampa today. They beat Tampa today. That's a Kenji statement right there. <laughs> yeah. Kenji would be like, I like I, you know, like, I like watching I like the Royals, but I like Bobby Witt. You know? yeah. All right, he's like, I like how Detroit's playing lately. I think I'm going to go to Detroit. <laughs> You know, so I like Oakland A's, you know, Fujinami. <laughs> Fujinami's been picking it up. Fujinami's been so Kenji, Kenji, if you're listening to this, we love you. We, we just, do love we you, Kenji. We miss you right now. That's what we miss you. We I bring love a lot it. of entertainment to the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we are running out of time. Uh, we've talked far too long um, about the second half and about Bryce Harper probably. Um, but really fast, guys, give me your hot take, your bogus hot take for the second half. 
focus hot take. outrageous thing you could think of happening. Like big comeback, somebody gets traded, like somebody gets injured. What happens? Like who wins the World Series? Uh, belly to the Rangers. That's what I'm gonna say. Bellinger like to the belly, Rangers. Belly to the I Rangers. I belly to it. the Rangers. That's the, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. I belly. love it. Don't trade, sleep on Arizona. Trade deadline. Trade deadline. Brady says, "Don't sleep on Arizona." Don't that's sleep your on Arizona. Take. They're yeah. gonna take the. That's a little warm, cold, coldest take. Saying they're taking the West is the, maybe the craziest thing you've ever said on the show. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Got to make yeah. up for Kenji's blasphemy, but that's true. That's true. I mean, you're doing a pretty good job of it. If I can be hey, honest, that's what we're here for this week. Yeah, you're filling the shoes pretty good. Don't sleep on Arizona. They, I think they could. They're pitching. Aside from Gallon is in mid, but yeah. I mean, you all you need is mid pitching to step up and the lineup that they have, and you can run it. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's all it is. And then my my bogus take might be might not be bogus, might be bogus. Uh, the Padres are going to make the NLCS. Um, I think that they easily get it done. Padres make the NLCS. Um, is my hot take. So I – Phillies own them, though. So if they're both in the postseason, the Phillies are running it. I'm telling you I that think, right now. I think they make the NLCS, man. I'm going to be honest. Hey, if they run it back against the Phillies, they can make the NLCS all they want. But yeah. the, thing, the thing is, the, the Phillies, the Phillies, two months ago, they still had a negative record. You're yeah. right. You're right. Pads aren't that far away from – That's two months ago. 500. Padres are five under five hundred and seven and a half back of a wild card, but I think Arizona's gonna fall off. I think Cincinnati will like. I think Cincinnati's been on this like super high with Ellie. I think they're gonna kind of taper off. Um, and so I think the Padres, if they can get good starting pitching, you know those guys can hit. Um, then I think that they're in a good spot. So they can sneak um, in, and yeah, it's like another thing too. With a lot of their pitching, well, their pitching does well. That's when yeah. their hitting does bad. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, with like Darvish, Darvish is a yep. great pitcher. When he does hot, he like it's either no decision or he takes the loss. Yeah, because like you know, like the hitters just can't back. Yeah. Well, what's back kind of, at the right time? Yeah, what's kind of crazy to me is I'm looking. I'm on the MLB standings right now. The Padres have a plus thirty seven run differential, and they're five games under five hundred. Yeah, um, like they they're positive thirty seven. Um, the the Giants, for reference, are positive thirty nine, and the Giants are nine over five hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, like I said, some things go there the Padres' way. Um, I think they're in good shape, you know. So that's my that's kind of my that's my crazy take. Uh, we'll quickly move through our series to watch, and then um, boys, get your DFA's ready to go. Um, Rangers Rays this week, as we've already touched on, in Tampa Bay, right, Joe? Or is it in? Oh no, it's in Texas. It's in Texas. Yeah, it's in Texas. Um, it's in Arlington. Um, Rangers Rays, a lot of good pitching matchups there. That's Monday through Wednesday. Um, Dodgers at O's. Um, that's also Monday through Wednesday. Those are going to be some great games as well. A um, couple interesting ones: Giants and Reds, two teams fighting for a wild card spot. They play. Um, Brewers, Phillies, uh, two teams also contending for playoff spots. Phillies need to continue to stay hot to um, keep up with the wild card leaders. Um, as was I already mentioned as well, Orioles at Rays this weekend. Um, that'll be basically if if the Rays and the uh, Rangers play a close series, and the Dodgers and O's do too, um, then you got to think that O's Rays will decide the division this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. and Dodgers Rangers also this weekend. So yeah. Um, those are some of the big matchups to look out for. A lot of big division leaders getting in action. Um, so, yeah, make sure you guys tune into those. Pay attention to the scores. Um, and without further ado, the section of the show everybody loves most, um, the DFA watch and the players to watch. So I'm going to kick it to Brady first. Who's getting DFA'd and who's uh, getting, I guess, promoted? All right. Well, the DFA watch, of course, I mean, last time, I gave you guys a reliever out of the pen, which I don't think that's changed. He's still terrible. But to add, wow. somebody, to add somebody new to the mix, Christopher Sanchez. Okay. Starter. He's yeah, left start starter. He's back end of our rotation. He's just abysmal. I swear he loses every game he plays. Even if we put up seven runs, he'll still <laughs> find a way to lose. Yeah. Wow. He's just bad. We need to get we I would hope we could just find a way to trade very little and go get a half decent 
starter to throw yeah. in there after losing Zach Eflin last year, which mm-hmm. he's on a tear right now. Got shelled today though, but and then my player good watch, year. uh I've give, given the same play. I've talked about the same player every week. He actually just hit a home run in the Padres game today. Bryson Stott. Okay. Himself. I've never heard of Bryson Stott. Who's that? Oh, never <laughs> heard of him. But he's always there. But to add somebody new, um, hey. But to add <laughs> Sorry. somebody new, Sorry. we have uh, Johan Rojas, who got picked up from double-A ball. Yeah. For, uh, from double-A ball. He's yeah. been playing really well. He made his debut yesterday. So okay, word sounds good. Joe, who you got? Uh, DFA. I'm gonna go with uh, Mitch Garver for the the Rangers. I know I'm just like talking about the Rangers the whole time, but he was he was gonna be the DH uh, this year until Durant stepped in. I think Garver had an injury at the beginning of the year. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's back. He's hit like four home runs in the span of I don't know how many games. Dude, dude's all right. He's all right. He's, he's, he's a, getting DFA. He Why is he getting DFA? Um, because we have we don't really have a place for him on the team because okay. he's a catcher, right? But we got Heim, who was yeah. an all star, and uh, Sandy Leon, who catches John Gray. Okay. And when John Gray does good, that's when Sandy Le- or when Sandy Leon catches, that's when John Gray does good. He's okay. like John Gray's catcher, you know. Gotcha. And and so with those two catch Garver, he's he he's caught probably ten games, no five games this season. Uh-huh. His bat is not hot at all. He gets hot at like the worst times when he doesn't need to be hot. He's he's cold when the Rangers need to be we need him to be hot. I think he could benefit from just getting you know a few more reps down at uh, Round Rock and AAA. Uh, okay. It's not like a, this dude's awful. I want him off of my team. It's nothing like that. It's just you know I want him to get more reps because he he could be he could be really good. Uh, he could really be bad bad for us. He could get really hot and so mm-hmm. garver mitch garver is my dfa okay so not as um, much of a of a dfa watch but maybe like a send down kind of, watch yeah send down like a minor league yeah, yeah i still down. love you but like not yeah. that much <laughs> i don't is it, but yeah so like it's, it's not like that. i hate you but okay i hate you a little bit i got you, um, I got you. yeah player to watch i'm gonna go with my boy i said it again last week i'm gonna stick to travis jankowski man he's been <laughs> Insane, solid. I picked him up in fantasy, bros. Um, I watched him play, dude. He today he had three hard hit balls, like two of them right to like I think a pitcher come back that the, yeah. the pitcher caught one of them is just like a piping hot ground ball to second base, and he had obviously had a really good single today. Uh-huh. And dude's bat is hot. He's quick. He's got a good arm in the outfield. He doesn't make any errors. He's such a solid addition to the team. He's he's playing over Duran in the field. Duran's DHing and Jankowski's now playing in left field. And he's a solid addition to the team. He's helped, I think, boost our spirits a little bit when things have been tough, which they have been yeah. in the past month. So I think he's he's an amazing addition. I'm honestly at the beginning of the season he had an injury, and before that I didn't like him at all. I was like, get this guy off my team. I hate his hair, but now it's just like the hair's been growing on me. And I would love to see more of him in the upcoming in the upcoming games. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Got you. I'll be quick with mine. My DFA, um, I like how my O's have been playing. Eight straight means we haven't lost since prior to the last episode that we did. Um, so, I'm keeping the squad. I'm going to keep the O squad. So, I'm going to go to my favorite team, the New York Yankees. I'm DFA and Josh Donaldson. DFA all of them. They're DFA all of them to begin with, but Donaldson for sure. I saw a stat on Yes Network. I believe it was either right before the All-Star game or right before the break or since we've come back. And Donaldson has like 12 hits this year. Ten of them are home runs. Um, like he's <laughs> like, Yeah, no, it's, I mean, like it's – there was some crazy stat. There's only like three other players that have ever done that in the history of the sport. Um, and he might give you a little bit of pot, but he's just not hitting at all. And when he does, he connects, but it's just some kind of crazy, weird inconsistency. Inconsistency. So I'm DFA and Donaldson, but I had to give you a player to watch. Um, I'm really curious. Ryan O'Hearn, um, Orioles uh, first baseman. He's kind of been put to a righty platoon, but he's hitting 310 um, with a 900 OPS. Um, and he's been scorching the cover off the ball. The only player to have a higher hard hit rate in the league is Aaron Judge. That's how good he's been. Um, the only player to have a higher hard hit rate um, than Ryan O'Hearn, Kansas City Royals legend Ryan O'Hearn. 
Um, so that's my guy to watch. I hope he can stay hot. We're going to face some righties this week. Um, so that's, uh, that's my pick. So, um, All right. But anybody got anything you guys want to end us off with? We don't have a MILF hat today. Uh, so I'm sorry for not getting stuck around for the milk. Just, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't love frogs that much. Vlad Junior for president. president. That's all I got. Vlad Junior for president. Brady wants a Canadian to be president. Maybe we'll lead off with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, where's the clown horn again? Yeah, where's yep. the clown horn again? For all that. Uh, but another successful episode, fellas. Um, we're gonna what, Kenji. We miss you, dude. We'll have him back next week, hopefully. I hope everybody will be here next week. Everybody have a great week. Um, go watch some good baseball. We got a lot of good games this week. Anybody want to send us off? Go Phillies. Go Phillies. Go Rangers. Pray for the Rangers. Pray for, Pray the, for Rangers. the Rangers. Go Pray Rangers. for the downfall of the Rays as well. I think me and Gabe, you can, yeah. we can. More, more than praying for anything, pray for the Rays no, downfall. The downfall. No. Downfall. And, the, and the Phillies downfall too while we're at yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's what we need. All right. Just Thanks kidding. for listening, guys. Have a good week.